0: I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Got a little bit of magic for you. Want to see me make your computer typing fingers jump with just one magic word, huh? Okay. Wait for it. Wait for it. Here's the word. Politics. <laughs> why, why do we do this to ourselves? I think life is too short to spend a lot of time arguing with strangers on the internet about stuff that we can't really change once voting day is over. And speaking about politics, have you noticed that almost every politician says, we need to come together? You know, the way we argue about political questions, if we all really did come together, it would be a cataclysmic collision. We would all need football helmets. The dust would never stop flying. I think there are so many questions that are really much more interesting than the political stuff, too. For example... Why are there interstate highways in Hawaii? Think about it. You go too fast for too long on a Hawaiian interstate highway, and you'll be going for a swim. A long one. And why can't a woman put on mascara with her mouth closed? Ever notice? They can't seem to do that. And think about this. How do bankruptcy lawyers get paid? And I'm sure they do. Here's one that cuts some mustard. (laughs) Why do hot dogs come in packs of ten, but their buns come in packs of eight? Drives you crazy. And why do we have to wash bath towels? Come on, aren't we clean enough when we use them? And why does bottled water, that claims it has trickled through the mountain streams for centuries, how come that stuff has a sell-by date? Same question about sour cream. What, does a sour cream get too sour after next Thursday? And why do we say clean is a whistle? Come on, when you blow into a whistle, you leave a big glob of spit. And why does your gynecologist leave the room when you get undressed? I would think that a bashful gynecologist would have some very serious career problems. And why doesn't glue stick to the inside of a bottle? And the same kind of an idea, but backwards. How do they make Teflon stick to a pan? And tell me, why is a boxing ring square? And why is the word bra, singular, and the word panties, plural? Doesn't that suggest a very strange looking girl to you? Why is the third hand on a watch called the second hand? I think it's a good idea to ask that question while some people still look at their non-digital watches. If you're some kind of a weird guy who pulls the wings off a fly, should you call the resulting creature a walk? And don't you wonder how stay off the grass signs, get out there in the middle of the lawn? Same question about the the danger thin ice sign in the middle of the lake. Who puts them out there? And vegetable oil is made from veggies. What is baby oil made from? (laughs) And one question I've had ever since I was in kindergarten, which is a very long time ago, if the number two pencil is the most popular pencil, why isn't it number one? next details a bunch of totally unimportant facts for you to push into one ear so you can squeeze the important facts that are making you miserable out your other ear and you can calm down and enjoy your life for a while the smart guys in the white lab coats claim they have done experiments that prove your hearing is the last sense to go when you die That does not sound like the kind of experiment that I would volunteer to take part in. Other smart guys in white lab coats say that fish communicate through the sound of their farts. (laughs) It's true. Big deal, I did that too when I was a teenager. If the answer is no entry, what is the question? If the answer is no entry, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet, but I will in a minute. If the answer is no entry, what is the question? Male honeybees, made only once. Because after having sex, the bee's body tears open and the bee dies. That happens to lots of human guys, too. It's called getting a divorce. <laughs> You shed about 600,000 particles of skin every day. Think about that. 600,000 particles of skin every day. That's what you shed. So I'm thinking, maybe you could grab a bucket and follow Catherine Zeta-Jones around for a day and collect her shedding skin particles and build her twin. Think about it. If the answer is no entry, the question, which you hear asked at most singles bar on a Saturday night... The answer is no entry. The question is, what is your sign, my dear? <laughs> no entry is my sign. D- d- you mean my dear? Saying my dear at the end of any statement makes that statement sound so deliciously sleazy, doesn't it? What is your sign, my dear? <laughs> Dicks to tails, they take your mind off your mind. little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot from Amazon.com, would you please tell a couple of friends because they might like them too. And of course, you'd be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. More questions that need answers. How does the guy who drives the snowplow get to work if everybody, including him, is completely snowed in? Hmm. Polish people are called Poles. So how come people from Holland are not called Holes? (laughs) Don't call them Holes unless you uh, are standing a pretty good uh, fist distance away. Just before you get nervous, do you have cocoons in your stomach? Think about that. Cocoons are where butterflies come from. So just before you get nervous, do you have cocoons in your stomach? And, you know, cocoons are usually up in a tree or they in some other high place. So when the caterpillar wakes up and finds he has these huge wings, how does he know what to do with them? <laughs> how am I going to get down from here now? And what do you do if you see an endangered animal eating an endangered plant? Here now, stop that. What was the best thing before sliced bread? And why doesn't Tarzan have a beard? All important questions. But the no kidding most important question is one that only you can answer for yourself. And it is, who are you? you? I don't mean your name, that's just some words that your parents gave you. I mean, who are you? And what are you? I don't mean your job. Others do the same work as you, and some of them even better than you. But what are you? Until you find out who and what you are, you get pushed around into lumpy crowds. And if you resist, you get sent alone down long, dark hallways with red-lit signs marked exit, all pointing in different directions and echoing skyscrapers with self-service elevators. I found the outline of myself by touching against you. I don't know why you touched me back, instead of all the other men who have reached out for you, but somehow, whatever I am touched you. I knew it when you caught me staring at your legs. Your eyes slid all the way up my line of sight to my eyes, and you spent what seemed like an hour softening there. I'm glad I couldn't help looking It's your walk It makes a butterfly of the hem of your dress Against your legs And I'm attracted to such soft and supple things I saw myself living for the first time In your eyes And ever since then I've been able to walk down a city block Full of strangers And grin and sing and smile Just because I feel good And I never even feel foolish anymore Thank you whoever you think my lady wonder wench really understood who she was when we met, which is just as well for me, because if she did understand how beautiful she was, I'd have been kind of out of luck as soon as some guy who looked a lot more like that George Clooney showed up. The story is called Who Are You? It's from my Love and Touch spoken word story CD. If you like it, you can simply keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to dicksummer.com, download it from the Love and Touch icon on the home page. George Carlin was a smart guy, and he had some really interesting questions. One of them was Why are they called apartments when they're all stuck together? <laughs> I think he was the one who first asked, too, why do we drive on parkways and park on driveways? George Carlin was a smart guy. But even George was not as smart as my dad. My dad was the smartest guy who ever lived. I remember seeing my dad crying one day. And in all my third-grade seriousness, I knew big boys didn't cry. So, I asked him how come he was crying. After all, he was a grown man. And he looked down at me, smiled a little bit, and he said, Big boys don't cry, but sometimes big men do. What a lesson that was. Maybe we could give your computer typing fingers a little well-deserved rest if we applied that same idea to politics. It would go something like this. Big boys never compromise, but sometimes, really, big men do. away to sleep. Good night.